On today's Smart 7, the water companies are at it again. Katie Price prefers curry to cops and lots more. It's Wednesday the 6th of September. It's Colour Blindness Awareness Day and happy birthday Idris Elba. The Smart 7. It's news but not the news. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, another UK sewage spill has reared its ugly head. This time the BBC are the ones to lift the toilet seat on the further wrongdoings as three major water companies were found to have illegally discharged sewage hundreds of times last year on days when it was not raining. Thames, Wessex and South Water appeared to have released sewage in dry spills for 3,500 hours in 2022, which is a breach of their permits. Dry spilling is banned because it can lead to higher concentrations of sewage in waterways. Environment Secretary Therese Coffey was prepared to admit it's bad, but also says it's not her fault. The Environment Agency is the regulator. They will the people who will do the detailed investigation and understanding of why that has happened and what they're going to do about it in terms of was it a breach, is there an explanation or frankly had the water companies literally dropped the ball. Waterways campaigner and former 80s pop star Fergal Sharkey is not impressed by government spin on water quality. In 2009, 25% of rivers in England were in good ecological condition. As we stand, that has plummeted to 14% and the EA's current forecast is that if we do not do something radical by 2027, that will have collapsed to 6%. That doesn't sound to me like progress or anybody's doing a good job. Fellow environmentalist Chris Packman says it's time for action. It's undoubtedly something which has been allowed to happen and the damage is incalculable when it comes to the environment. Um, Someone has got to get a grip on this water issue. Rishi Sunak remained at the centre of the row over crumbling concrete in schools on Tuesday. He was Chancellor when the school rebuilding programme was dramatically reduced and it's now emerged that just four schools have been tackled under a programme the Prime Minister said would cover 50 schools a year. Labour has been pointing the finger at the PM, but Schools Minister Nick Gibb was on hand to defend his boss. We have been rebuilding and refurbishing schools about 50 a year throughout that period. That didn't change when Rishi became Chancellor. We continued that. Labour's newly appointed Shadow Paymaster General Jonathan Ashworth says they plan to hold Chancellor Jeremy Hunt to his promise to give schools more money as there's no sign of any coherent plan for the government. This is such an issue, isn't it? And it's an absolute shambles what's going on. Jeremy Hunt said he's going to he's going to step in. We're going to hold him to account to deliver on that Are promise. You- Rishi Sunak's first cabinet meeting of the new term didn't exactly go smoothly, between Education Minister Gillian Keegan going viral and the crumbling concrete row looking like a serious misstep. He's got a lot to do to turn things around. There's extra pressure too as more by-elections loom, the first in Scotland to replace SNP MP Margaret Ferrier. The date of the mid-Bedfordshire poll has also been announced. That's the contest to replace Nadine Dorries. It's set for mid-October. Professor of Political Science Rob Ford said it's the backbenchers Rishi needs to keep an eye on. Conservative backbenchers will get more restive. Uh, They didn't vote Sunak into office, so his legitimacy within the broader party does kind of hinge upon his ability to turn things around. Meanwhile, Labour leader Keir Starmer has also held his first meeting with his new shadow cabinet and it sounded a lot more cheerful. And you are around this table because of four things, your talent, your commitment, your hunger, and because I wanted a team that wakes up every morning determined to rise to the challenges that our country faces. 
After the historical heatwave came the biblical floods. Greece and southern Europe have had a rough time of it this summer as the ever erratic climate has wreaked havoc, first with wildfires and now with terrible floods. Storm Daniel is lashing the Mediterranean with torrential rain, which has left at least seven people dead. Meanwhile in the UK, we're about to get a September heatwave. Essex County Council Director of Public Health, Daryl Gale, had some unseasonal tips to share. Temperatures going up to about 30 degrees and so we'd be more worried about the most vulnerable people. We would give advice obviously to stay indoors, stay cool, keep hydrated. Self comes, we're at seven, the Spanish kiss follow continues and chicken run is bok, bok, bok. Right after this. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome back. Spain's women really haven't had a moment to relax and celebrate winning the Women's World Cup. Tuesday saw the Royal Spanish Football Federation formally apologise for the enormous damage that has been done by the whole sorry saga of the non-consensual kiss. The women's team manager Jorge Vilda also finally got the sack after a player rebellion over his behaviour. This all comes as a new report shows girls are more likely to quit football than boys, something that really concerns former Lioness Jill Scott. There's been a lot of research into why and a lot of it came back about body image, how they look. So this initiative from Stalin Bank has been brilliant because they invest in £200,000 so that the girls can hopefully just feel a little bit more kind of comfortable when they're playing and then try and keep them in girls' football, which is so important. Katie Price is never too far out of the headlines, but this time she's popped up with a more serious story. The former Page Three girl turned reality star turned businesswoman was on Jamie Lang's Private Parts podcast talking about the moment she found out her kids might be kidnapped. It turns out when the police turned up at her home, she shared with her ex-husband she was more interested in what was for dinner. The first time I was actually with Pete, he went, OK, the police are here. I went, oh, tell him to come back later, we're going for curry. Basically, they showed us some pictures, so I don't know, and they were going to create a car accident to get the kids. What the clock? After a long wait, the day has finally come for Chicken Run Dawn of a Nugget. That's right, 20 years after the smash hit Chicken Run movie comes the Netflix sequel and Ginger and Rocky are back with their baby daughter Molly. Safely away from Mrs Tweedy's farm, they're leading the perfect life, but soon trouble in the chicken world pulls them back to danger. You'll have to wait till December for the full movie, but you can catch the trailer now. Now you've had the appetizer, time for the main course. It's her... Welcome to the future. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.